Why do I wear the lenses that I wear or have the perspectives that I have? Welcome to the Real Talk Recovery Podcast with the Therapy Brothers. We're brothers, we're therapists, and we know recovery. Bring your stories, your questions, your successes with Real Recovery. How's it going, man? It's going good. Um, we're doing something a little different today. Yeah. So this episode is an episode going out on several different platforms, right? That's right. So so if you're listening here at Real Talk Recovery, you're going to get basically the same normal kind of an episode that you would normally get, but it's also going to go to the wandering therapist sessions, which is, uh, we're going to break some of this up and probably share it on some of my platform called the wandering therapist sessions. And then also Brandon. Well, I, I, before I get to, to the Brandon Patrick show, I just want to say, uh, the wandering therapist is, re- is really cool. It's Tyler out in the middle of nowhere, usually with his dog running around in the background, <laughs> kind of chaotic. Um, Um, but what I, what I normally see are like reels or little excerpts of stories that are really powerful and impactful and, um, and then go viral and he gets all kinds of comments from people, which is, is great. So, and they find you, where do they find the wandering therapist? The wandering therapist sessions, if you're looking for it on Spotify or on YouTube. Nice. Yeah. And then this is also going out to the Brandon Patrick show. So that's my new show. Um, that's just me a bit more raw and and just we're not talking about sex addiction betrayal trauma um all the time it's it's more broad we talk about deep trauma we talk about plant medicine quite a bit um spirituality uh things like that so it's like all of your kind of really like deep to your core kind of like concepts that are really hitting home for you right now you spend a lot of time on your podcast with other guests as well yeah, I bring on guests, interesting guests. The the uh, mom asked me like, "What are you trying to do there?" You know, and and I just I said I'm just trying to be raw and real and talk about the things that I love to talk about and uh, kind of unapologetically talk about those things. So um, yeah, you can find that at the Brandon Patrick Show. It's on iTunes um, and it's also on YouTube. You can find the Brandon Patrick Show. So check it out. And you're, and you're giving me a little bit of a hard time about being all over the place on all the different platforms, but I swear, Brandon, I think I see a video clip of you somewhere on some platform pretty much every day. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're pretty well, much everywhere too. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I learned from my older brother, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you find these marketing and these tech guys, but man, you just, you're just all over the place. I, I got a, I got a secret weapon called chase. So anyway, that's true. That's yeah. true. Um, all right. So uh, the topic today is actually an interesting topic and it's a, I think a very, very important topic and it can fly over the head of some people. So I hope that we can break it down and talk about it in a way where people really understand it. Um, do you remember that picture of that? It's like, if you look at it one way, it's a young lady who's kind of in a dress and looking backwards and turned around. And then if you look at it in a completely, and it's really just, you're looking at the exact same thing. You're just thinking about it differently. And it looks like an old hag, like an old, yeah, like old lady. just beat up old lady. 
that yeah. like a big face of an old lady, right? Yes. Um, why do some people see the young woman and some people see the old woman? Yeah, it's just a matter of what parts of the picture they are drawn to and what parts they attend to that formulates then the perspective that they see it from. And sometimes it takes a while to actually see that there's two, right? But then when you do see that there's two, it's hard to unsee that the other way, right? Like once you can make that shift in your head, it's like, oh, I can now see the old lady or I can now see, see the young lady. Um, but until you see it the other way, it's really hard to see it. Yeah. In fact, you kind of feel crazy. You could be in the same room with a bunch of other people saying, oh, I see that. All I see is the the young lady. And you're like, no, all I see is the old lady. And you almost feel like you're being gaslit for a minute until something finally clicks and you're like, oh, I see it now. Right. And then you see it and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I not see that before? Did did you, have you seen that black and, and um, blue dress or the golden white dress. Have you seen that one? I've seen that image. Yes. So what, co what color is it? Uh, it's gold. Oh my God. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> By the way, that, that is black and that is black it's and totally blue. true. It is. That is it, as black is and gold. blue as it gets. <laughs> like I have a hard time seeing like how people see the gold on that one. Yeah, it's, it's so like, funny. What are you talking about? <laughs> gold. Um, but look, we're, we're brothers. Um, we've had similar life experiences. You see one color and I see another. Yeah. Is that interesting? It's interesting. You know, I'm thinking, Brandon, like, I remember this. You said this one time at one of the retreats that we put on. I was telling a story and I told this story of like my best day ever was in high school and it was in the state championship of the soccer, you know, soccer state championship. And I ended up like, kind of being responsible for the game. You, all, you always find a way to get this story. In. I know I got to make sure I rub it in a little bit more, <laughs> but, but then I was like, kind of like carried off the field, just like, it's almost like watching Rudy, but a soccer version of it, you know? Yeah. And I'm sitting there telling the story going like, yeah, that was such a, that was one of my finest days. Like one of my finest memories. And you, I heard you say that was one of the worst days of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was a jealous brother. <laughs> well, because, well, because there was like, and this is like getting right back down to kind of where you're going, Brown. And we, we did grow up as brothers. We experienced much of the same thing. And yet we, we both saw the world from such a different perspective in so many ways in our life experiences, in the way that we were raised, even in that like memory that I'm sharing right now, I was like, oh, that was one of my finest moments. And you were like, oh my gosh, that was one more evidence of All my me failure. not being good enough because Tyler was good and I yeah. wasn't. And, you know, but it was the exact same. It was the same experience, right? Yep. Just two different yep. lenses to view it from. Yep. I got one more example. Then let's dig in why this happens. Um, have you ever, you know, met with a client and... um. And and you just love the client and they're just a good hearted, wonderful person. Um, and, and, you know, you just like working with them. You got some good counter transfers going on that you got to be careful of, but, um, and then you meet with their spouse and they're just like, talk about what horrible 
people they are and how they're the worst and how they are just terrible. Have you, have you had yeah, that experience that ever? frequently. <laughs> how is it that you can just like feel the love for this person and see their good heart and all these things and their spouse has such a different vantage point? Yeah, I think it's, you know, and maybe, maybe this is something that you could even ask my wife in our recovery, people always coming up and saying, Tyler is so amazing. He's so incredible. Like da, 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 da. And she's like, you don't know what he's done. You don't know that he's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) You don't, you don't, you want me to tell you the real story of what my experience is with Tyler, because that's not what I've experienced. Right. Right. And so, yeah. So I think, yeah, that happens all the time. And what's interesting about that, Brandon is that it's not like there's a right or wrong here. It's not like you're seeing it right. And the spouse is seeing it wrong. It's that there is legitimately a a different experience with the same person that has also been interpreted in different ways because of whatever, whatever goes on there. Yeah. Past history and the way that I view myself, the world relationships, and also what I, what, what's gone on with my actual experience. Well, so here's the question I have for you. What is true? What is true? Yeah. What's the truth? If, if one person sees it black and the other person sees it white, what is true? Well, I think the human thing is, is that we see it, the way that we see it has to be true. Okay. So that, that's but, a great, okay, go ahead. Yeah. The way that we see it has to be true because that's the default setting. And because we experience something, we assume as if it's, we assume that it it is true and then everything else is under question. When in reality, you know, like we drive this, we used to drive this, in fact, mom and dad's car that gave, they gave to you that we think you gave to us eventually that now is being driven by somebody else. I call it the purple car because it's purple, but my family says I'm crazy because it's blue. I've never paused to stop and question whether or not it was blue because it's just purple. You're crazy if you think that's purple. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, but I would then turn around and think you're crazy because you think it's blue. And so, but what is true? And what is actually true? The, the, when we're talking about the car, it's purple. No, what is actually true? So I can see it as blue. You can see it as purple, but what is actually true? Here's, here's the thing, Tyler. Um, and, and we might get a little deep here, but I think if if you can understand this principle, there's immense opportunity here um, for for deep healing and power and manifesting what you want in your life is if if I'm able to choose how I see things, if I'm able to shift my perspective, then I'm able to change the way I'm responding and reacting to things in my life. For example, let's take your heroic soccer thing, right? Yeah. Um, as a as a 16 year old boy, the the lens that I'm looking through is, um, I definitely am not Tyler, so therefore I'm not okay, right? Uh, mom and dad are proud of Tyler and they don't even hardly know I am alive. Uh, so I'm not okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's the lens I'm looking through. So as you're doing this flying header to win the state championship, um, my perspective and my lens is 
Yeah, look at what does this say about me? Okay. Now, if Tyler, if Tyler scores the winning goal, I love just hammering on this and bringing this up again and again. <laughs> if Tyler scores the winning goal, what does that say about me? And how do how do I interpret that? I could to, I can shift my perspective here. I could go from that freaking sucks and I'm a loser to that is amazing. Like my freaking brother who I'm alike a lot, he just he's a he's a champion. And he's a he's a champion and I'm his brother. This is awesome. <laughs> right? So if I take I'm a loser because Tyler's a winner. I can challenge that. And I can say, is that true? Is that actually true? It doesn't need to be true. I could change that. And I could say, that's not what, what else, what else would I like to think or believe that, that could shift the way that I'm responding in this moment. Right. Um, I can, I can take deep trauma and I can say, mom and dad abandoned me. They hurt me. And I could give you all the evidence that mom and dad abandoned me. They did this, they did that, they did this, they did that. And I could, and I could go out into the world and I could do drugs and get addicted to all kinds of things because I am trying to find that love that I never found from mom and dad. Or I could change my perspective some. And I know this might be hard to hear for some people. I could change my perspective some. Maybe mom and dad didn't abandon me. Yeah. Maybe something else happened. Something that I'm not aware of. Yeah. Maybe I interpreted it in a certain way and it's just one way. And I could have interpreted it 10 different ways too. That all would have fallen under the category of being actually true. Yes. You know who doesn't want to hear this, Tyler? That we all have the opportunity to do this? The people that don't, the people that want to stay stuck in a victim stance and don't want to be empowered to create what they want in their life. Yeah. Right. Um, because they don't want to be accountable for what outcomes they get in their life. They want to sit back and blame. It's mom and dad's fault. It's Tyler's fault for scoring that goal. He proved what a loser I am. You know, that's lame trauma that I'm talking about. Yeah, right, right. But but the the point is, is the people that that don't want to step into their power to shift their perspective, they're the ones that want to stay validated in their victimhood, right? Yeah, I think the challenge to that, Brandon, is, is that a lot of times we don't even realize that we've, we're the ones who've kind of set the parameters of our own prison cell because... We don't even stop to question whether or not it could be something different. So like using yeah. that example, oh, I suck because my brother did this. Most people just find more proof of why they continue to suck instead of going, why do I believe that? And does does that belief actually have to be true? Well, right? it's, Tyler, it comes back to that, the picture of the woman, right? It's like, it's so hard to see the old woman if I've never seen her. Yeah. It's so hard for you to see that car as blue. If like, you've never seen it as blue. And yeah. so, and, and it's the same with our shame. It's the same with our trauma. It's so hard to even be open to the possibility of something different. If it's always just been that way, right? That's, that's what you're saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, it sometimes takes like a true shift 
whether that's emotionally or mentally, usually it happens for me in both ways where it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like that. If you watch the movie, the sixth sense, you know, everyone, everyone's seen that where finally at the end, it all comes to fruition. You're like, Oh, like there it is. Like it all comes around a whole different perspective. And then you can see, go back and look through the movie and see how it was obvious the whole time, but you never saw it. Right. Right. Um, the same thing is true where I have this happen a lot with like EMDR sessions with my clients. It's also happened for me with my own EMDR sessions where I go in seeing it from one angle. And by the time I'm done, I'm, I'm walking out going like, Whoa, paradigm like, shift. I'm thinking of like a, a, a memory of a, like when I was a child, like it was so traumatizing for me in the way that I had been viewing it. And I was like, man, I was a failure. I let everyone down. I let my brothers down. I let my parents down. I let all this down. And by the time I'm done walking out of that session, I'm like, dude, I was the hero of that story. Mm -hmm. Like I was awesome. Like, mm -hmm. holy cow. And I, and I not only think it, but I feel it. And it's like, that was, that was there for my whole life. That could have been true. Right. And somehow I was so blind staying stuck in my own shame for so long that I didn't even know that there was an alternative story that was just as true. Yep. Right. And, and, and I want to be careful because there's still facts. Like we have facts of the situation that go on. Right. With whatever no, anyone facts or facts, anyone listening is like, you know what? My husband, he cheated on me and he lied to me. Yes. Those are the facts. Those are the facts. What's the additional story that's been attached to those facts? And is that story serving he, you? He did it because it I'm you? fat. He did it because yeah. I'm ugly. He did it because I'm not. A, he did it because he's just a, the scum of the earth. Worst yeah. ever. You know, like, so, and you know, are those things true or not or whatever? You, but to stop, stop and say, are these working for me to live in this belief system and in this paradigm? Is it really going to help me get what I want? Yeah. Yeah. I had this kind of cool experience happen just not too long ago where there's been this like pattern in, with this wife that's saying to her husband, you don't see me. You don't value me. You've never stood up for me. You never protected me. You never like stood up for me in front of like other people in front of your family or my family or whatever else. And then I'm, that's been like the story of their whole marriage. And she woke up just recently, a few weeks ago, she woke up in the middle of the night and was like, Hey, I, I just saw something so different. She woke her husband up and she said, I just realized I just played, I just played the last two hours in my brain of all the times when you were standing up for me or fighting for me or protecting me. And I never even saw it before. Mm -hmm. And she said, she said, I'm so grateful that you did that. And now, right. now what does she see? Yeah. She sees, she sees the part of her husband who has been trying to fight for her and protect her instead of all the ways that she felt like he was disappearing or not protecting her. Well, and if we were to take it a step further, um, she might see that. And when she sees that, she'll then show up in appreciation and gratitude and wanting to connect versus protection, disconnecting, pushing away. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, so it's, it's when, when we shift our perspective, we change the, our belief systems and our paradigms, but there's consequences to that in that then, then we show up differently. We, we respond differently in this world and when we show up differently, then we actually get different outcomes in our life. Um, 
I, I think of the, some people that I've worked with, with just massive amounts of trauma. And I look at their childhood and I'm like, man, God just kind of took a shit on you. Like yeah. this, this sucks. Like why it's one thing after another, after another. Yeah. Heavy and stuff, heavy, horrible stuff. And they're like, resilient and they're like yeah and i ended up with this addiction i got divorced twice but now like life is good and i've learned so much and got my relationship with god is so good now and blah blah, blah. and i'm i'm looking at them like you know and then and then i think of the people who haven't had nearly the amount of trauma who are you know just shutting their life down and quitting and sitting on the sidelines and and it's all their Point of view. And, and Tyler, I believe when we look at perspective, trauma is real. People have their trauma, but it comes down to, to one distinction. And it, and it really is in Carol Dweck's book, Mindset. It's growth mindset versus fixed mindset. If I have a growth mindset, then I'm forever open to the possibility of what God's doing in my life. I'm living a life of surrender and watching with curiosity what's happening. So when something does happen to me, I have a much more kind of Zen outlook on it, a radical acceptance outlook of, okay, huh, what am I to learn here? Like, How wow, can I? What, what could possibly be going on here? Yeah. And and you brought this up with me with COVID when COVID went nuts and all this stuff. And I was just like, this is, this is interesting. And this is awesome. Like there's a lot to learn here. There's a lot of opportunity. Um, yeah. And I was freaking out. Yeah. You know, so, and that's like an example of, of, of kind of stepping back and saying, okay, growth mindset. How can I, how can I get closer to God and, and gain some growth from this experience? Um, fixed mindset sets you up to be the victim to life and to the, be the victim to others, right? Yeah. Um, I remember just this brings to mind something that I watched you teach one time in a setting. I think it was one of our retreats. We were talking about the life experiences that we've had and the wounds that we've experienced. And you you changed some language of a statement. You said... It starts with, and this is what I think this is actually really a good, a good exercise for anyone who's trying to change mindset to, to suffer less. It starts with the question, what is God doing to me? Mm-hmm. And then you changed it and you said, but eventually it might change to what is God doing for me? And then you changed it one more time and said, or maybe what is God doing through me? Yep. And if you start looking at just that shift in perspective, it's like, here I am. I have had some type of childhood trauma. Think of the pain and suffering that we induce on ourselves and all of the other reenactments we do based off of any one of those three places. What is God doing to me? Oh, poor me. Now I can find evidence of how I'm being dumped on all over the place, everywhere else. What is God doing for me? Oh, maybe I'm something to learn here, something to grow from here. What is God doing through me? Oh, I, I need these life experiences because I am an instrument yep. because I have purpose. I have passion. I have meaning now as a result of the things that I've experienced. 
the same experiences with three different lenses produce three completely different outcomes in our lives. And this is the hard part that you were saying for pe that people listening are going like, oh, like it's not fair though, because so-and-so did this or so-and-so did this. And I hurt so bad. And I, it's like, yes, all those feelings are valid. And when it comes down to it, this is it, Brandon, you're talking about back to the soccer thing. The only person who was responsible for most of the suffering was you. All of it. All the suffering. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's hard. That's hard to, to hear and take ownership for. But if you look at it from a different lens, yep. it is so empowering. Yep. It's 100% empowering that you, Brandon, had it at your fingertips at all times, a different way to view that that would allow you to have joy and not suffering. Yeah. You know, it's one of Grandpa Harris's favorite quotes, which is pain is mandatory, but suffering is optional. And and the fact of the matter is, is the suffering comes from me ruminating in those beliefs that are causing me that suffering, right? And, and the beauty, the beauty, this is what God gives us and it's beautiful. And people hate this when they don't want to do it. The beauty is, is it's what Viktor Frankl says. They can take everything away from me, but they can't take away my power to choose how I feel. Meaning in any given situation, in any scenario, no matter what happens to me in my life, if I go bankrupt, if my wife leaves me, if whatever bad thing happens, I still have the power to choose how I want to see it and how I want to feel. Exactly. I still have it. Exactly. Right? And we, we don't even realize that we have that superpower already built into us because we're don't pause to become mindful of it. And we'd rather live on the autopilot of whatever the comings and goings are of our everyday life. Yep. But God, I, I believe this, Tyler, and this is just my beliefs. I think God's always working through me. And so when, when things happen in my life, whatever they may be, good or bad, well, why? Well, like God has a purpose. And so how, what am I supposed to learn here? So that I can actually apply this in some way. And, and I believe my purpose is to be a, a, a champion for truth to help others find freedom and healing. Yeah. So if that's my purpose, then God's doing something to me for a reason to help me live my purpose. Right? Even yeah. if it's hard, bad stuff. Right. And and that keeping that attitude is is really, really difficult. And it also butts up against something else that seems to be in opposition, but I think it's a dialectic, which is I can imagine a lot of our listeners hearing that from you, Brandon, going like, Yeah, but like, how come I hurt so bad when I am betrayed? Or how come I how come I am so devastated when my boss fired me wrongfully? Or like, you know, and it's like on one hand, there needs to be room for that humanness to say, yes, those things happen. Yes, I have those emotions. Yes, like it hurts or yeah, those things weren't fair. Like whatever, the acknowledgement of the life itself or the experience itself is not a bad thing. The ability to feel those feelings is a human thing. You, what we're talking about is in addition to those things, eventually we have to come to our own selves and say, and what do I want to do about it? Tyler, what if we, what if we shifted our perspective, like everybody, what if everybody could shift their perspective to um, those feelings that you're talking about? Um, pain, uh, you know, maybe pain is God's attempt to get to you. 
um, versus pain is punishment. Pain is that life's not working out the way that it should. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, that there is absolutely purpose in all of the pain. And so we're not saying don't have pain. We're not saying if I were to go bankrupt or my wife were to leave me that, ouch, I wouldn't grieve. That grief would be real for me. But then I could turn it back to that perspective of what is God doing through me? Um, right, right. Yeah. And I wonder, I wonder we could even, we could even take, let's just take what you just said, Brandon, and use an example, because I think it could even turn out differently for each person and still apply to what you were saying. So this pain is there. This is God trying to reach me. Let's, that's what you said. And now we've take say three people who have the exact same situation happen where they just find out that they've been cheated on. Right. And then they go to work on things. And one of one person with that perspective ends up working themselves to a place of saying, Oh, God's trying to teach me how to set boundaries and stick up for myself and have self-respect. So I'm going to probably end up needing to get divorced because I don't see my partner wanting to work on this anymore. And I don't want to be burned anymore. And the next person goes, but God's working through me differently. And I, I'm actually here to learn patience and to learn temperance and you know, I actually think I need to stay a little bit longer because this is where God wants me. Good. And, you know, right. And maybe the third person comes up with a different version of that. That's Good. like, you know what, actually like God wants me to be the landing space right now for this person. And I may or may not stay long-term, but I'm okay with that because I'm confident in knowing that this is what I'm going to learn as I go. Right. Yeah. Any, it doesn't, in those cases, each person could still see it so differently but still all of them would actually suffer less and grow more just with that one shift in perspective that you're talking about. Right. And I think you make a really good point that they might respond and do something all different, right? But it's all internal. It's, it's coming to that place of acceptance of, okay, God's telling me to stay. God's telling me to go, but I'm accepting, I'm accepting this as God's will versus resisting and fighting against it in my perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a new hero, Tyler, and I'm serious about this. Um, I just saw him yesterday. So our cousin's son, Jackson, um, you know, 17 years old gets in an accident and is paralyzed. And his, I've read some of the stuff that he wrote, a talk that he wrote for church. And yesterday he was walking around. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, he was up on his feet. He was Way walking to go, around. Jackson. Yeah. But you know what? I heard things from him before he started walking around, which was, and even his perspective yesterday was, I'm, I'm working my butt off to get better. And I also need to realize that this might be as good as it gets. Hmm, wow. He's a 17 year old who can really barely walk. Um, but his, his attitude and his perspective is I accept God's will. I accept what is. And I, I look at a guy like that and I could, I could see it going either direction, right? We can take our life experiences, our trauma, our bad stuff. And he could use that to give him every excuse in the book to play small in life, to be pissed at God, to wallow. To like all those, he has all the reasons to. No 17 year old should be paralyzed. Yeah. 
And he's saying like, no, I'm going to like, I'm going to accept what God's will is here. I'm going to do my best, but I'm going to be okay with whatever comes of it. Something, something will come from it. And that's ultimately what we're saying, Tyler, is these perspectives. Sometimes it seems so impossible to see the other side of things. Yeah. Is like, I can't see the young woman. I only see the old woman. But then when you see, when, when you open yourself up to really look in, and it's like, oh, when God gave me that abusive father, when God gave me that drug addict mother, when God gave me that experience of sexual abuse as a child, whatever it may, might be, I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense. But maybe there's another way to look at it. Yeah. Right? I think that that is that's like the tool to learn from this whole discussion we've had here Brandon is, is that whenever we run into a situation where we're finding that there's an outcome we don't like, one of the first places we can stop and pause is to say Am I looking at this in an accurate perspective or is there another way to see this? And almost always, you could probably find three or four or five or six other ways of seeing it. And the simple act of just looking for those other ways already starts to free you up to then That's saying, a good point. Saying, okay, now, now, now my perspective that felt so automatic is still just a choice. Yep because there is the possibility of seeing it a number of different ways too. And I could choose any of those as well. Yep. And then I can play each one of those out to the end and figure out which outcome suits me the best. I hate to tell people, but if you're sitting in a lot of resentment toward your spouse right now, um, you know, you are responsible for your own suffering. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you might, you, you might want to look at, how, you know, how you're getting stuck in your perspectives a little bit. Um, and that can be hard to hear. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, Tyler, you know, Byron Katie and Byron Katie has laid out a simple process to challenge your perspective and your paradigms and your beliefs. And it's a little simple process called the work that Byron Katie does in a book called loving what is. And uh, we did it in a group and I'd say two thirds of the group just loved it. They're like, yeah, like I can change the way I see this and respond differently and have different feelings. And blah. And, and the other third of the group was like, I hate this. <laughs> this is so like, no, doesn't apply to things. Your, your odds are way better than mine, Brandon. I'd say it's probably reversed for me. So you're doing something right there. Because <laughs> most of the vast majority, I'd say probably 20% said, oh man, this is a great tool. And about 80% said, I hate this. Well, not only did they hate like what <laughs> what she was saying, they almost didn't like her at all. It was just yeah. like, ugh. <laughs> and, and I just kind of sat back and watched. Yeah. But it was interesting because the hardest things, the hardest things are the, are the ones that have a really hard time with Byron Katie. When we're talking about rape, when we're talking about a child who dies, yes. when we're talking about hard betrayal, when we're talking about those type of things, I don't want to be responsible for my own acceptance of those things, my own grief, my own process of shifting the way that I feel about those things. I want to, I want to blame God. I want to blame my spouse. I want to, because I'm in so much pain. Yeah. 
Well, it almost feels, it almost makes your stomach turn because we don't, we hear that word responsibility and we think responsibility, like it was my fault that those things happened to me. No, that's not what we're no, saying. No, that's not what, that's not what's being said, but it feels that way when we're, what we're saying is every one of us is responsible for the way we choose to see things and the actions we take accordingly, regardless of what happened to us that wasn't right or what, whatever happened, right? You're responsible for your own suffering. Yeah. Not for your pain. If someone can hit you from behind in a car accident, ouch. You're then responsible for your emotional, spiritual suffering or your process of acceptance yeah, and freedom. Yeah, freedom. So this has yeah. been a fun conversation, Tyler. I appreciate uh, you talking this through. Yeah, you bet. It would be interesting to hear what people think or feel at the, at the end of this uh, episode. I'm sure that there's a wide range of emotion and thought and question going on. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you guys listening. If, uh, if you like hate Byron Katie, then you probably didn't like this episode. (laughs) Um, but uh, what I hope, I think what we're talking about Tyler is we hope that if you are suffering, that if the suffering is great enough that you're, you know, in a really deep state of depression, maybe feeling some suicidal thoughts. Um, or just feeling hopeless in your relationship and stuck. Um, our goal, Tyler, what's our goal? We just want to unburden and free. Yeah. We want yeah. people living in their full, best, wholehearted lives possible. Yeah. It's not to, it's not to anger any of you, any of you or it's, it's really to, to just try to open you up a little bit to saying, what power do I have inside of me to actually shift some of these things? Yeah. Thank you, every one of you. Thank you for listening. You make me and Brandon have an awesome job because we get to do what we love. And if you do have feedback or you'd like to come on and and share anything, go to realtalkrecovery.com and you can sign up to be a guest on the show. Or go to Tyler's Wandering Therapist and leave some comments. I love I love these hey. comments. <laughs> or Brandon's <laughs> stuff too, right? Yeah, go to the Brandon <laughs> Patrick show and leave, leave yeah. a review. So. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys. 